Well, haven't we had a lot of conversation about Coles and Woolies and they've been put on notice to do the right thing by the government. There are four separate reviews, including a competition watchdog price inquiry into the conduct of the supermarket chains, and it's currently underway. Now, what do you do in a land of free enterprise? Do you have the right to say to an operator, you um, have to back down uh, because we want more competition, because you know, this, is, this is the land of capitalism. And then when do you draw the line to say, well, hang on, the cost of living is through the roof. We don't believe you're pricing your goods fairly, and there must be some sort of crackdown to protect people. Um, David Littleproud, leader of the Nationals, is on the line. He's got a lot to say about all of this. David, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. It was interesting to see Brad Banducci, who fell on his sword last week, storming out of an ABC interview when being asked about Alan Fell's uh, comments about price gouging. He didn't want to answer the question. Uh, anyway, he's gone now. The, he, he'll be replaced by somebody else. He'll probably just carry on the way they are. But it is a fine line, isn't it, between telling an operator you can't do that and yet still living in a land of free enterprise? It is, but and this is where you, you need to have the strong regulatory guide rails because what you've got to appreciate that here in Australia, uh, the big three supermarkets, including the big German, Woolworths and Coles and the big German, they control 74% of the market. That, in fact, is the market. When you look at the United States and the UK, the big three supermarkets there control about 34 to 44% of the market, respectively, between the two countries. So we have real market concentration here, which means that they can deal in a way with their suppliers, which are particularly farmers, who are dealing with a perishable commodity a commodity that goes off. And so they know the boundaries of the timing of that and they use that to their influence and their power uh, to not only treat them poorly, but when you look at what they've done to consumers. Now, in June last year, we saw a 60 to 70% reduction at the farm gate price for beef and sheep. We only saw an 8% reduction at the checkout. Yes. Now, someone's cleaning up. You look at fresh produce, they were doing the same with fresh produce. I mean, I'm from Chinchilla. Uh, I used to pick watermelons and rock melons. They're paying a dollar fifty a kilogram to the producer, but charging over four dollars sixty a kilogram at the checkout. And I can tell you, once you pick them, uh, there's not a lot of processing. Effectively, you throw it in the back of the tractor, it goes into a bin. The bin gets a quick wash, and it ends up on your shelf. Uh, so this is where there needs to be transparency and fairness from pricing from the farm gate to your plate. You are dealing with a commodity that underpins all life. I'm not against them making profits, but it's how they do it and the market concentration that they have that means that they can, they can use that to influence their profit and the extent of their profit and how they make that profit at everyone's expense from the farm gate to the consumer. Yeah, it's not for me to uh, answer for Coles and Woolies. I wouldn't want to, but <clears throat> I guess they would say to you, David, oh, but we have transport costs, refrigeration, storage, advertising. We have massive overheads. Um, so does every business, but not to that extent. When you see those, those individual examples, what they've done is, yes, they have overheads, but they use circumstances, both environmental circumstances of droughts and, and too much rain, uh, as well as big drops in market prices with commodities, agricultural commodities, and they use that to their advantage. Instead of that price coming down, 
in line with what the farm gate is. They've held them up, and that's when they take advantage. Now, with cattle, you can you can look at this with with grain-fed cattle. It's a ninety-day it's a ninety-day contract plus an extra week for processing. So, it happened in June. You would have thought, you know, probably by September, October, we would have seen a reduction in prices. Grass-fed, you should have seen a change in in grass-fed sheep, which is basically most sheep that you you eat are grass-fed, uh, and cattle that are labourers grass-fed, you should have seen a reduction in those prices within a matter of weeks because the farm gate price had dropped 60 70%. So you should have seen that at the farm gate. In fact, they're still up there. Mm. Uh, and despite Cole saying they'd reduce them by 20%, that's nonsense. In fact, lamb, uh, uh, lamb's gone up even further, lamb chops, uh, and hasn't or hasn't moved as well as um, as well as your beef. So this is where we're saying they've taken advantage of circumstance to exploit the consumer. The farmer's not asking for anything other than, than the, the market price. Mm. But when you see at the checkout, there's an exploitation of market circumstances, something needs to happen. And particularly when they control that market, uh, and then we look at fresh produce, they, they actually have used some unconscionable uh, conduct in terms of getting producers to produce more, getting them to put big capital outlays out. So we'll, we'll have a, give you a contract and then say, no, sorry, we're walking away from you, we're going to someone else. And I've seen farmers, even my old days as an old bank manager, agri-bank manager, lose their lose their businesses and their livelihoods. And this is not an, a, a conscionable way of, of conduct yourself in this country uh, and not, not against them making profits, just how they make it. I'm talking with David Littleproud, uh, leader of the Nationals. Um, David, what do you think about restricting Woolworths and Coles uh, geographically? It's saying you can only have one of your supermarkets in a certain area to try and encourage competition like IGA or Aldi or, or Costco or whoever. Or even, even look, the Ma and Pa corner stores, you know, the, the greengrocers, the butchers. Gee whiz, they do it tough when there's a Woolies 500 metres down the road. They do. And what they do is they land bank and actually... That's it. Uh, they land bank and then if mum and dad or an IGA or an independent decide to have a crack... Uh, they come in and they build their store and then they, they actually drop prices until they can destroy their competitor and then they have the market. Um, that's unconscionable behaviour. And I think what we need to do is sensibly work through this. And Alan Fells, the former ACCC chair, uh, came out last week and back what I've been saying is that we should have divestiture powers. We should have divestiture powers that protects the consumer and protects the supplier so that it also not only it prevents them expanding into markets uh, where there is independence, um, but and to and to try and bring them down uh, in a geographical level. But if they do the wrong thing by the supplier or do the wrong thing by the consumer, which I believe there's evidence to to, to suggest that, is that the ACCC would have the powers in terms of a scaling penalty, a scaling penalty starting in a million dollars up, millions of dollars, a scaling up to what we call divestiture powers, which would force them. You know where there's real constant, where they have a real concentration of power to sell that to its a third party to increase competition, or where we would ask them to divest of their other chains, like a big W, a Dan Murphy's, or a BWS, as a big stick penalty. And the government has said we we're going to start this review from the ACCC, and if they want more powers, we'll give it to them. But the prime minister has come out and said, oh, you can have it all but divestiture powers because we're not a Stalin state. But let me tell you, um, there are other countries in the world that already have this. The United States and UK already have this, but we already have this in Australia. I just cast your mind back to 2019. 
the big stick legislation on our energy companies. We bought divestiture powers in, and in fact, Anthony Albanese supported those powers back in 2019 when we had energy companies prepared to shut down big, big energy producing assets. Uh, and we said, well, if you're going to do that, we will actually force you to sell them to somebody that will keep them going because energy underpins our economy. Mm -hmm. well, food, food underpins all life. And so why wouldn't we have a big deterrent? And the competition men said, oh, well, it's very rarely used around the world. They've used it in the UK, they've used it in the US and in Germany, but that's the whole idea of big penalties. You actually don't want as a society that you have to use them, but they become a thing called a deterrent, a deterrent where big organisations have big powers. You can square up with them and make sure there is fairness for suppliers and consumers. And it should be independent of the government. It should be the ACCC who have the powers and the knowledge to understand whether they're taking advantage. It should do that. That's common sense. And then when you have families out there and pensioners out there today that are going to a checkout, going to a supermarket yeah. and putting fresh produce back on the shelf because they can't afford it. Yes. In a country as rich as this where we produce enough food and fibre for 80 million people, yes. wouldn't we as legislators walk into parliament tomorrow and say, let's make sure there's regulatory guide rails to protect everybody. That's common sense. That's a fair thing in Australia. To do. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. So for the consumer, but also for at the beginning of the chain, the farmer and the... the exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be fairer. All right, look, a lot to talk about. David Littleproud, we'll talk again soon, hey? Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. All right, it's always good to talk. David Littleproud, leader of the Nationals here on the Night Shift on Triple M.